Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 87. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to say a big giant thank you to our sponsors. We have Brandy Burrow, uh, Astrology and Tarot. We have Rena Dwelly of Holistic Healing Therapeutics. And we also have Shelly Leggett of Lavender Potions. Please head over to witchywomanpodcast.com slash sponsors. Click on their pages. Give them some love on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram and see what beautiful offering they have for you. So how are you? Um, Equinox, uh, has happened, happening, um, we've got Maybon that happened and had a great time with the coven, um, I just love this particular turn of the wheel, like, the air is different, the sun has a different cast on everything, I just, I just love it, and I'm a basic bitch, so I love pumpkin spice everything, like, literally have pumpkin spice hand wash um I've got apple cider like that Mrs. Myers cleaner that I've been using like it's all fall up in here it's awesome <laughs> um anyway so all too often I forget that balance creates a sort of harmony in my magical practice and I leave out the sun in my craft and I wanted to talk about solar magic and how it can be used it was like I was looking for subjects to talk about was going to do an episode about this turn of the wheel and then realized I already did one (laughs) so um I thought we would do we would talk about solar magic because all too often we forget you know we we work with the moon and its cycles and forget that the sun is just as important um before we get into that I would like to take just a moment to address something that has become I don't know, a prominent subject in the spiritual and witchy communities as of late, probably due to all the chaos we have swirling around us right now. Um, I want to talk about discernment with spirits, spirit guides, and other things that like, that go bump in the night, I guess. Um, Probably going to piss people off by saying this next thing, but not all spirits that come to you are what they seem to be. Now, I'm not saying this to scare you or to be some kind of gatekeeper. I am saying this to help you keep yourself safe. And I know that sounds super gatekeeping, but this is just my experience and I want to share it with you, okay? If everyone tells you, or if someone, not if everyone, if someone, oh my God, that was my cat. It just knocked over a bunch of shit and I just jumped like four inches up. Whew. Holy crap. And not the kitten. Kitten's sleeping. That was Milton. Holy shit. Sorry, my heart is just like going boom, 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 boom. Whew. Anywho, <laughs> this is probably going to piece people off by by what I'm saying. But um, if someone ever tells you not to put up protection when doing spiritual things, any kind of witchcraft, any kind of energetic stuff, then I would feel very cautious about interacting with them. I would be cautious about... How much energy I want to expend in exchanging with them, okay? Ask yourself this. What bad could come from putting up boundaries? And then I want to ask yourself what good could come from not putting those boundaries up? And then ask yourself, how could that, how could me not putting up boundaries benefit other people? See what I'm getting at? 
discernment is key. <laughs> um, if I see a spirit, say I'm sitting in my living room and I see a spirit in my mind's eye. I always limit contact and do not address it until I have done my due diligence to see whether it's something that presents itself as good or if it may be something else altogether. Um, If something shows up that claims to be a guide for me, um, I take time to see what my gut says. How do I feel about it? Is it... Um, does, do I feel nervous around it? If I do, I'm not working with it. I don't know. I don't care what it says it is. (laughs) I'm not working with it. If my, if my, if I'm not comfortable. Um, so how do I feel about it? And I'm not saying like I ask myself that and spend five minutes on it. If some kind of being comes wanting to work with me, I'm going to spend quite a bit of time. And we're talking like a week or two at least, um, trying to decide, how I feel about it. Is this something that's safe? Um, all that stuff. And then is it demanding that I do things for it? If so, get the hell away from it. Spirit guides are here for you to support you and assist you in navigating through this human experience. They're not here to set a list of tasks for them, for you to complete for them. Basically, when you're, when you start doing that, you're essentially giving your energy to it if that's what's going on. So so be careful when you work with things. I know there's a lot of people out here wanting to talk to their spirit guides and that's awesome. But um, it's just my experience with things. Just be careful, okay? Um, like I said, discernment, that is key. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk about the opposite side of things real quick. So if you see something and you automatically think it's negative or monstrous looking. Is it always real? Is that thing that you see, that you feel that you're seeing some kind of image of bad thing, is that always real? No. Now this is going, that's going to piss people off. No, it's not. Have I seen things with my mind's eye that have not been real? Fuck yes, I have. I have a very crazy imagination. That shit runs wild sometimes, especially when I'm feeling insecure or scared to begin with, right? So ask yourself. You see something weird? Ask yourself if you think it's negative. Did did you watch a bunch of scary movies this month? Are you alone at night and already a bit on edge? Do you have an excellent imagination? Did you experience any trauma in your life? Could your mind be projecting this thing as a visual manifestation of something emotional? Those are questions I ask myself before deciding what the hell that thing is. Um, I don't make a decision right then and there. I definitely put up some strong boundaries so I'm not interacting with it. I get it the fuck out of my house (laughs) because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something that I'm manifesting. I don't know if it's real, but I sure as hell I'm not going to interact with it. All right. Now, if this thing can manipulate stuff in this realm, like if I see this thing standing next to my kitchen chair and I see it push my kitchen chair and that actual kitchen chair falls the fuck over, uh... I'm getting the fuck out of there, get away from it, and regroup. (laughs) Um, Then you know that shit is real. Um, I think all too often we think everything is real, both the good stuff and the bad stuff. We are a complicated animal. (laughs) 
I'm all for trusting your intuition and going with your gut with things. And that is, I say that so often, go with your gut, trust your intuition. Those are still very, very true. But there is a level of discernment that must be included in that interpretation because we are human. I don't care how enlightened we believe we are. We are still human and still have very complex human thoughts and emotions. And all of those things have a big role in how we interact with the spirit world and what is real, what is not, what is something you're projecting or manifesting and what is not. All of these things have a big, big role in in our spiritual and um, metaphysical practices, I guess is what I want is what I want to say. <laughs> so this is why it is so important to work on your craft, work on your intuition and to this is key to be and work on being self aware, aware of your emotions, aware of your physical body, aware of your spiritual body, <laughs> aware of the room that you're sitting in and how it feels normally as opposed to how it feels when you see something come into that field. Um, this isn't just one class and now you're an expert on it. I'm not an expert either. <laughs> I, I never claim to be an expert on anything at all, ever because I'm forever a student. I'll continually be a student. The world changes, my environment changes, and so does my education on the craft. Like when I was young and didn't have very much access to different materials, I, okay, gonna make me sound super old, but I didn't have the internet (laughs) when I was learning about the craft. I had the books that I could like get on trips. I'm I'm a nerd and I would go get trip, you know, books from um the local or not local but the 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 barnes and noble like we would go on band trips and our teacher allowed us to go to barnes and noble and i would swipe not swipe i would buy um witchcraft books wicca books anything to get my hands on but it had to be quick i couldn't just sit there and look and pick one i had to go okay this is what i'm getting i gotta go pay for this shit and put it inside of another book so nobody sees what i actually have that's the limit to my education that i had so definitely my perspective on magic my perspective on the spirit world everything was different then because that is what I had to work with. Everything changes. Um, So I am allowed to change my mind. I'm allowed to change my beliefs and to change how I feel about teachers that I've had, leaders based on new information and new experiences that I am having. (laughs) Um, Give yourself the permission to not agree with some people. I don't agree with everything my friends do or say it doesn't make us not friends it just makes us we don't agree on everything and we don't have to for fuck's sake right now it's super evident that we don't all agree on the same thing because of the political shit that's going on in our country for sure um but it's the same in the spiritual and metaphysical um community as well we are not all gonna agree on the same thing um if you feel like your friend over here is doing something a little bit questionable as far as um energy or what they're working with um that's their thing uh you don't have to participate and you don't have to agree with what they're doing right um i don't think that We give each other enough permission to be different, even though that's kind of one of the best parts about being uh, like pagan for me is that I don't have to agree with everybody else. I don't have to go to a church and follow a specific dogma and I don't have to try to convert all my friends to believing the same thing I do. I mean, that's why I dislike 
uh, that's one of the reasons I disliked church, going to church when I was young. Um, so we don't all have to be in the same spot spiritually. We don't all have to practice the same way. We don't all have to believe that everything that our friends do is good for you. Does that make sense? I'm trying to be like, <laughs> trying to get a point across without seeming like an asshole. But like, if one of my friends is doing something that I don't want to do, I don't have to do it. I don't have to interact with them when they're doing that thing. Um, because I am my own person and you are your own person. If something makes you uncomfortable or raises red flags, it's for a reason. Something in your energetic body isn't comfortable with it. So that is where you really need to listen to your gut and your intuition. And this is where discernment <laughs> kicks in. Your ability to decide for yourself whether something is what it is. Okay? I'm going to get off of that whole soapbox and <laughs> we will talk about the sun now. So it's, so the sun is traditionally an action type energy to work with and can assist you in creating action energy for your spells. It's badass for that, right? It also feeds your solar plexus and sacral chakras in a great way. Um, it breathes in amazing energy into those uh, energetic centers. And so if I'm feeling like, even though I'm getting so, if <laughs> in the rare occasion that I get enough sleep, if I'm getting enough sleep and I still feel kind of unenergized and it's not for any other physical reason other than I'm just, bleh, then I'll go outside and sit in the sun. Even if it's for five minutes, I will go get me some sun. And that helps feed that vitamin D, vitamin D into my skin, but also, and please wear sunblock and sunscreen. Um, <laughs> but it also feeds my uh, solar plexus and sacral chakra areas, which helps me feel more energized, right? Um, some solar deities include, okay, there's a whole long list of these, and I'm not going to go over every one of them because that'd take forever. <laughs> there's as many sun ones as there are moon ones. So some of them include uh, Ra, Amun, Hathor, Horus, Sekhmet, uh, Helios, and Apollo, just to name a few. And I probably said some of their names wrong, but uh, again, I, I am for the most part, a solitary practitioner, and this is how I say them in my head. Um, if you hear loud noises, <sighs> Mr. Milton cannot stay out of my shit right now. Dude, go lay down. Milton. <laughs> he's such a little shit. I mean, he's a big shit. He's that big brown cat that I have. And yes, brown, like cinnamon teddy bear brown. He's a really cool uh, cat. I found him. <laughs> At the ranch, he was a kitten, and something must have tried to, like, drag him off from his little kitty cat nest with his mama, because I found him out, like, in a lot, n not, like, in any kind of protection, no eyes open, like, meowing, so that's where I found him. <laughs> so I am his mommy, I have bottle-fed him, and he is clingy. <laughs> okay, totally got um, off, off the subject, because of my kitty cat. <laughs> um, so... Those are the deities. Some, so, oh my gosh, I started a big crash. Seriously, my cats are just, anybody else's cats, like, just gone batshit crazy lately. Just into everything. Like, he gets the zoomies. He's huge. So when he gets the zoomies, it sounds like I have a fucking velociraptor in the house. It's weird. Anywho, colors for candles representing the sun include gold, yellow, orange, copper, white, 
go with what you feel is right. Um, I particularly like gold sparkly ones. I've even taken, okay, this is a way to make like a plain old dollar store candle super cute and glittery. So it's going to make a mess. Just going to let you know right off the bat. So you get a plain old dollar store white candle, a shitload of Elmer's glue, and some gold glitter. And you get what I'm going with this. So I put down a little bit of wax paper. I literally just gobbed, I just put a shitload of glue down in a big glob and I rolled my candle around in the glue. And then I dumped a bunch of glitter um, on the wax paper and then rolled my candle in the pile of gold glitter. Most of it got on the candle, some of it got on me and all over my kitchen, but it looked pretty cool. Um, and I've used those to work with solar energy. I absolutely love it. Like I'll put like a little bit, if there's a dollar store kind and I'm not making them myself, I'll like take a little bit before I did all the glue and all that crap. I will take just a little bit of like citrus oil, which by the way, will crackle and make noises. So just your, be careful with oils and candles um but I will put a little bit of something real citrusy on it on the outside like put it on my fingers and then just kind of run and rub it around like the top of the candle and around it sort of dressing it and then I'll put the glue and the glitter on um but it's really good I really enjoy working with them that way and it's a cheap way to make a super glittery fun candle <laughs> um it does make a weird like when you when you light them they melt weird because of the glitter on the outside so be careful how much glue you put on because you'll make a torch. Totally did that. So thin layer of glue. So like roll it around and then kind of like move the glue around so it's a little bit thinner so you don't have big globs. And then put the glitter on. I forgot that I should tell you that because I totally did that once and then made a torch instead of a candle. It like lit the whole thing on fire. It was fun. Um, <laughs> I have no idea why I haven't burnt shit down by now. Um, so... I digress. For moon magic, I'm all over the place because I've drank so much coffee. Like, I am so sorry about this episode. I haven't slept more than like three or four hours for, I think this is the fourth night. So I'm tired as shit. So I have power caffeined today, which means like three pots of coffee. Brad bought, brought me a Dr. Pepper because I needed like some kind of sugar. Um, so I'm just living on caffeine at, at this point. Um, so I'm all over the place. So for moon magic, we work with different phases of the moon for different purposes. So it's, this is like how we can work with the sun in its different stages. So we're talking uh, um, a rising sun, sun of a sun at its peak and a setting sun. So you can make solar water or perform spells at these times of the day to work with in work with that particular energy of, of the sun. So the rising sun is good for new beginnings and infusing water to add power to launch ideas and projects. Um, the sun at its peak is kind of like the full moon and it can be used to celebrate your manifestations and give thanks. It can, is also powerful and can be used to make solar water to infuse power into your spells. Sunsets are great for working bindings, getting rid of bad habits and for letting go of things. You can infuse solar water by setting them in a jar outside during that phase of the sun during the day that you would like to infuse the water with. I prefer glass jars, but you can work with whatever you have. I like to put stones in them that are water safe that represent my intentions, as well as herbs like sunflower and calendula pelt. Cal man, calendula 
Is that how you say it? Petals to represent the sun. So I change it up every once in a while um, as far as what stone and what um, what herb. Um, and you can put just plain clear quartz in there if you want to. Um, also, I want to make sure you're being careful of water and glass and the sun. So think um, starting a fire with a magnifying glass. So same cautions. So put this, whatever you're doing with it, put it somewhere where it can't start something on fire, please. <laughs> um, I, I warned you. Um, so solar energy is amazing for soaking up all the negativity in your spiritual tools as well as cleansing with the heat and the sun's rays. So it's kind of like if you're in between um, full moons and you want to go cleanse your tools, go sit them out in the sun. Um, the sun is beautiful and cleansing as well. Um, you can make a solar spray with sun charged distilled water, some water safe sun representing crystals like citrine and herbs like sunflower. Um, add a blend of citrus essential oils that are safe for your skin and dilute them, dilute those with carrier oil, and then add them into your water mix. And you can put that in a spray bottle. You can uh, uh, use it to spray like around your work area when you're feeling kind of bleh, um, to spritz on your body when you feel you need a boost of happy sunshine energy. It's just a real fun way to work with that particular energy. Um, I thought a cool idea that I read was to make a solar altar or to have a space on your altar just for the sun. So I know I have one to represent the moon, but I don't have one for the sun. So this is totally on my to-do list. So when thinking about the use of colors um, of the sun, gold glitter would be awesome for candles like I talked about. <laughs> Crystals that represent the sun. Think, put herbs on it, maybe an altar bowl or something to fill with um, flowers and herbs that represent the, that particular energy or place your solar water in, in that bowl as, a, as an offering. But don't forget to change it out. I've totally done that. And especially if you have herbs in it, in, it, in the water, it, it can get kind of gross when you pour that out and put it in your altar bowl and then forget. So I've done that with the moon and with other altars, like put some water that I had herbs and other crap in and left it in my bowl. It dehydrates after a while, but before it dehydrates, it gets gross and stinky. <laughs> so that is my PSA to you. <laughs> so do you guys work with the sun? If you do, I would love to know kind of the ways you do. Um, I want to know what you do <laughs> with the sun. How do you involve it in your practice if you do? Um, I would love to hear about that. So um, I'm going to post this once I get the episode posted. I'm posting our group, Witchy Woman Friends, on Facebook and ask the question, do you involve the sun in your witchcraft practice? I'll probably ask that on Instagram as well, on my story. See what you guys say. I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Like, am I the only one that doesn't use it very often? I do sometimes, but I don't like have an altar dedicated to the sun. I don't, I definitely think of the moon more. Like if I had to like break my practice up into percentages, sun and moon, I would guess 25% sun stuff and the rest moon. Um, so I, I definitely need to strive for balance in that respect. So I'm definitely going to start being more mindful of how I how I split up my practice and how I work with the elements, you know, and all of the celestial beings, um, definitely. And I want to pose another question to you because I started looking at 
all my books and kind of reviewing how I feel about the sun and all of the the gender identities that that traditionally were taught as far as the sun and the moon. We're taught the, the moon. We're taught, you know, in most traditions or most witchcrafty spiritual sources. Um, they talk about the moon being uh, a representative of the divine feminine. So they think of the moon as female and the sun as male. So what I have a problem with is that the world is changing and we no longer have those strict gender roles or gender identities anymore. We are fluid. Our whole world is changing and it's beautiful. And what I wonder is what can we what can we do about that? When we teach energies of things like the moon and the sun, it's it's no longer applicable to our society to call it, you know, binary identities, I guess what I'm saying. So how do we fix that? Like, I don't know. Um, I do feel like certain parts of the moon's phases don't feel 100% feminine to me anymore. Um, and the sun as well doesn't always feel masculine. Um, I don't know what the word is or how you rephrase things or how we reteach things. But I believe that because humanity is fluid, we're constantly changing, even though for the most part, humans are very uncomfortable for, for change. They are of change. They're very uncomfortable. They do not like change. <laughs> we, we tend to, as a society, you know, we, we block change. I mean, our country is one freaking prime example of humans and humanity changing and our country just digging in deep with their feet and saying, nope, we're not changing. I don't care. You guys need to go back and not be changed. Man, that sounded really convoluted, but that's how I feel. I feel like humanity will always change. We are always evolving spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally. We are going to change. We are humans and that is how we are designed. We are designed to adapt and change. And if we are continually doing that, then I think that our teachings about spirituality and about witchcraft need to change with it. It needs to be talked about. Um, it needs to be evaluated every once in a while. Because like I said at the beginning of this, I give myself the permission to change as far as how I believe and what I believe and how I practice my 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 spirituality. Um, I change, therefore my practice changes. So on a large scale, humans change, therefore our spirituality will change as well. So how do we address that and how do we reteach or teach a teach a new way to teach that not everything has these strict gender roles when you talk about um, the energy of certain things. Um, they're going to feel different to everybody. Like not everybody's going to feel like picking up sunshine. Citrine is like picking up sunshine. You know, I I, I like citrine, but it's not my favoriteest stone in the world that makes me happy. Other stones make me happier. <laughs> but the next person, like my husband loves, 
orange calcite is like his jam. He loves it so much. And it said, he says it makes him feel so happy. And he like, it's his favorite happy stone. And for me, it's just really pretty and makes me want to have an orange push pop. Um, but that's what I'm getting at. Like, I think we need to figure out how to, ch- to change how we teach things. And I- I'm guilty of it too. Like, for me, uh, black is a protective color. That is how the, the color of candle I use. That is the color of clothing I use. When I think about protecting myself, that is a color of, you know, that, that's my go-to color representation for protection. It might not be that for you. It might be something else. And while I try to teach, these are, this is my experience and you go with your gut, I don't think that I do it probably enough because I'm teaching you on these podcasts the things that I know. Um, and I need to say it more often that if this does not resonate with you, go with what does. You know, have the discernment to go, you know what, Danae, I don't think I like what you're saying and I like this other thing better and that's okay. <laughs> you can do that. I don't want you thinking that what I know is the end all because I don't. I'm, I will never know all the things and my experience with witchcraft is going to be different than your experience with witchcraft and that's supposed to be what is special about this path is that we can take all this information from all these teachers and then decide for ourselves what resonates with us and what does not. And I think lately, I I, I worry that we are putting our own practice in this box. <laughs> and I find that kind of uncomfortable because that's one thing I did I do not like about you know, the Abrahamic religions is that there is strict dogma that it's put in a box. It is what it is. And I don't like that. That's one reason I outgrew it. It didn't, it didn't resonate with me. It never will. Um, and I'm worried that witchcraft is going the same way. So I am all for reading and enjoying, um, books and I am a book hoarder. I read so much because I want to know everybody else's way of doing things. And, um, I caught myself doing what I'm talking about the other day. I was reading a book and they were talking about how they use a certain thing for a certain, a certain color of something to represent an energy. And I'm like, um, that's not what I, in my head, this is how I talk to myself, by the way. I'm reading and I'm thinking to myself, um, hello, that's not how I was taught. That's not the right color. What the fuck are you talking about? And then I caught myself. I'm like, oh shit, I'm being a judgmental dickhole. Like I am being a Karen and I need to, no, no disrespect for all you actual Karens, but I really checked myself. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Danae, you're being an asshole. Like this, you don't own the color and the, the thing that (laughs) they were talking about. Um, so I did, I had to check myself and be like, don't be an asshole, Danae. Um, so I guess this is my like public service announcement that I love you guys. I try to share everything with you guys with the caveat that if it doesn't resonate with you, then toss it aside. I'm not going to have my feelings hurt if you don't think the same as me or believe the same as me. I think it is amazing when people can take little bits of what I'm teaching and make it their own. Um, that's badass. That makes your magic even more powerful when you can make it your own. When you can put a spin on something that's just your own signature, then it, it ingrains your, your own 
energy and your intention and, and your, your own stamp on it, I guess is what I want to say. So again, I want to apologize because this freaking episode has been crazy rambling and all over the place, but I had, I had a lot to say and I try to like, I try really hard not to sound like an asshole and <laughs> that sometimes that takes some serious thought and I kind of like talk it out on while I'm recording, which tends to sound a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, uh, disorganized. Um, that's like, could explain me in one word right now is just disorganized. Um, a lot is going on personally for me that has me kind of reevaluating uh, and and taking stock of my life and my next moves. Um, and then we have this chaotic energy of Mars and retrograde. We have um, a country that is dealing with COVID and we are dealing with hurricanes and fires and an election. It's it's very chaotic and I guess my own energy, my own life is kind of mirroring it at, the, at this moment. So um, I apologize. I also want to say if somebody has emailed me or texted me or messaged or whatever and I have not gotten back to you, I promise I'm trying. I have a lot going on. It seems like I could talk about everything in my life on the podcast, but I do keep some of the things that are going on private. So I do have a lot going on and I promise I'm trying to get to you all. Um, I have some emails I know that I need to to answer. But I'm getting there. I promise. Um, and I, I thank you so much for your patience with me because um, I know a lot of you are like, what the fuck, Danae? Why haven't you emailed me back about this thing that you wanted to know about? And I haven't yet. But I want to give you my attention, my full attention. And I've been all kinds of all over the place. And some of these questions you guys are emailing me about require qu- quite a bit of uh, contemplation uh, on my words and how I want to how I want to answer. So that is why uh, you haven't gotten an email back yet. So anyway, I've rambled on quite a while. I want you guys to please check out our sponsors uh, pages. Go to Witchy Woman Podcast slash uh, sponsors, and you can click on their links. We have uh, Rena Dwelly of Holistic Healing Therapeutics. She has a brand new spiritual tool out, so check her out. She's got, I think, 15% off in her Etsy store. Um, and then we have uh, Shelly Leggett of Lavender Potions. She has a brand new eight-week series um, women's group, women identifying group. Check her out. And we also have Brandy Burrow, Astrology. She is amazing uh, psychic medium and astrologer, astrologist. I'm not sure how you say that, but she has some really cool offerings right now as far as readings and um, some astrology stuff going on. That is fascinating to me and well, well, well worth the appointment. So check her out as well. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for now. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. And as always, stay witchy. Bye-bye.